But if they sit and have a conversation with me, they're so happy talking about what they do and how they can help and all these tips and all these tricks and all the things. And so that's that's what I like to do. I like to take those people that have all this knowledge and they are just struggling to get it out to make it easily accessible for others. That's that's kind of where where I come in and I help them. I help them write whether that's you know a blog to get their web page, um, you know, improve SEO, which you know uh, when you Google stuff to kind of bump it up. Uh, having a blog helps with that. So. Um, whether it's a blog or their captions for their social media, if they hate writing those or, you know, opt-ins for their, for their websites or really anything that's writing for somebody's business. Um, because it's very, it's, I mean, it's essential. You can't really get by with not writing when you have a business. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job. But between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right, welcome back to She Has a Name Too, everyone. I'm so excited today to have Melania here with me. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and with all the moms and what we do outside of motherhood. <laughs> yeah, it's like we've got kind of a little mom club going here, right? <laughs> that's like the that's the feeling that I hope you guys get from these conversations is that you're not alone. Okay, so Melania today is going to tell us about who she is beyond her motherhood and what brings her joy. So my first question for you is, where are you from? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, I was born and raised in Costa Rica, and I moved here when I was 18 to go to college. I studied up here. I met my now husband. Uh, he's a Marine, so we move around a lot. And, you know, I always wanted to work from home. It was what worked with our lifestyle of moving around. Um, and recently I, I found something that I am passionate about and that lets me develop my ambitions outside of motherhood. Um, right now we live in North Carolina. It's the first time we've been in a place for longer than, you know, a couple years. Um, we've been here for three years, but before that, I, I think in the, we've been married for about six years and we've moved about four times in that time. So, um, it was crazy. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. And I'm sure there are some other moms on here who kind of feel like they're just following their husband and his career path. And it's always an adventure, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So where else have you lived then? Where else have, have you guys been stationed? So let's see. We started out in Virginia, uh, and then we went down to Florida, and we were in two different places, the two different bases in Florida, um, and then over here in North Carolina. So you've stayed, like, relatively close on the East Coast. and Yeah. Have you noticed a difference, I guess, like, between the people in each area? Like, is there kind of a different culture in each of those states? You know, I haven't noticed too, too much. I guess uh, when we were in Virginia, we were maybe about 45 minutes south of D.C. 
Um, what I will say stands out in my mind even uh, to this day is how horrible the traffic is. Um, and that area, it's insane. Even just going to the grocery store, you know, a couple miles away, it was an adventure. Uh, so um, always trying to guess when there would be less cars. It just seemed like there was always a steady stream of back-to-back cars, no matter what time of day it was, even at like two in the morning. <laughs> so, wow. so yeah, that's, that's kind of insane uh, for me. But outside of that, I don't know, every place is different, but also similar, I guess. Um, and after a while, it doesn't really matter where you are, but it matters more the friends that you make where you are. Um, and that's truly what makes a difference of whether I feel at home and centered in, in, a, in every new place that we go to. Yeah. Yeah. I could not agree more. That's yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We've also, we've been married about the same time, almost six years and we've lived in five different States now. Um, we just hit our fifth state. <laughs> But we have primarily been on the West Coast, and so we were Idaho, Utah, Colorado, California, and then we came out to Tennessee. And the reason I ask if, like, culture is different is because I found that culture was very different in every single place that we lived. Yeah. Um, But when you mention friends, like, yeah, that's so important to feel comfortable and at home where you live. I definitely feel very at home and safe around Memphis because of those friends that I've made here already. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any tips on like making friends moving? Cause I know, I know some of our listeners move a lot too, or they might be coming up on a big move. What are some tips that you can give us for making new friends? Oh gosh. Um, I am actually not great at that. My husband is a lot better at walking up to people and and just striking up a conversation. And then I just kind of tend to follow and then go from there. Um, so, you know, talking about cultural differences. So I'm, I'm from Costa Rica, right? And that, that, was, that was a big difference for me, um, the culture in Costa Rica versus up here in the U.S. Um, people are a lot more... Uh, touchy-feely and like free with their I don't know even their phone numbers and whatnot Um, down in Costa Rica I feel like sometimes people here can be very guarded about giving you their phone number which is you know perfectly acceptable but I still have that like you know I think twice I'm like it's weird to ask this person I just met at the dog park for their number even though they're super cool (laughs) so Uh, so I definitely have a little bit of that. And my husband kind of, he, he kicks me, kicks me in the behind a little bit about that. Um, especially if I've like bumped into the same person a couple of times, he'll be like, all right, you, you need to, you need to ask for their number and like make this work. Um, but outside of that, I think just, just putting yourself out there and being, you know, willing to, to flop and to know that, you will find the people that click with you and you will also try to start up conversations with people that just don't engage back and that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, I've had those feelings too at the playground or at the dog park or wherever, like where you strike up a awesome conversation with someone and it's like, wait, 
should I ask for your number? Like, is that appropriate? Would that be weird? You know, it's like dating all over again. <laughs> yeah. But like with friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> with other moms, like you're dating other moms, like <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, could we be best friends? Like, do you want to go shopping with me? Or do you want, like, would your husband and my husband get along? You know, and I think that makes it so much harder to make friends sometimes is like, finding the couple that jives with your couple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree for sure. Yeah. Definitely have the same kind of insecurities about asking for numbers. <laughs> um, but I think if someone, if someone asked for my number, I wouldn't usually, I wouldn't be like worried, worried about it. Yeah. I, you know, like, that's the weird part. I'm the same. Yeah. I, I would be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess we just get in our heads about things, don't we? Mm -hmm. Maybe we should learn to ask for numbers. Um, <laughs> or at least like Instagrams. I feel like most people, I've met a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, here's my Instagram account. Like start following me. And then, and then we connect more over social media than we even do like texting. Oh, that's a great um, idea. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't thought about that before. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make like mom business cards that have like our phone numbers and our social media. <laughs> Just, <kidding. laughs> Just take it to the Funny. playground with us. Here you go. I think you're pretty cool. Here's my business, yeah. business card. <laughs> Maybe we should make it a thing. Because <laughs> I think moms are always looking for new friends. So Yeah. Well, I, I don't think motherhood is something to be done alone. And I don't necessarily mean that like in terms of like a partner or whatnot, you know, I don't think, I, I don't mean in that way. I mean more so in the moms need, we need other moms, you know, for those hard moments or the, that, that freak out moment when you just need somebody to tell you, hey, it's okay. You, you know, you are a good mom and your child is good and they have exactly the mom that they need. And I think sometimes, a lot of the time, actually, you know, we miss that validation for our feelings mm -hmm. from our spouse. And so when we're kind of having a hard day, sometimes our spouse is like, why didn't you get the dishes done? And it's like, well, because I had a hard day, <laughs> you know, Yeah. but like other moms, like your mom friends won't ask you why you got, didn't get the dishes done. Right. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you for sure. I think that having that other mom support is really important because especially as a stay-at-home mom or as a mom who has a business at home, um, we kind of lack that social aspect of work, mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, so I think we need to work on creating our own communities for ourselves, for our own sanity. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm very lucky here at the neighborhood that we're in. Um, uh, you know, we have that. And um, a lot of them were moms that are further along in their journeys than I am. Um, and just, I, you know, I remember even in the first months after my, my daughter was born, um, she's the oldest, just having all sorts of issues and questions and is this normal? I don't, I feel like I ask, is this normal 10 times a day for like, the, <laughs> you know, the entire first year of her life? And they were just there. And 
to just tell me like, yeah, that's normal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, right. you, you don't have to worry. That's, that's good. You're doing good. So yeah, definitely. I think having that, that support. And then like you said, also, sometimes I feel like for, for the husbands or partners that go to work, it's hard for them to envision what life is like staying home with the kids all day and how that is so much work in of itself and the mental load of just, you know, running the house and knowing everybody's schedule and whether there's orange juice in the fridge or not and when the milk is expiring mm -hmm. um, and, you know, all the things. Did you buy the gift for the birthday party that's coming up next week so it'll get here in time? I mean, if you're like me, I I try to avoid going to the store at all costs. I'm like an Amazon fanatic. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it's hard to understand for those that are not in the same situation. So it's always good to have that support. Yeah, for sure. And like in the last year, um, my husband's been working from home. And even then, like seeing me at home every day and what I do, I I thought initially, oh, this will be great. He'll see what I do. He'll see, you know, my my struggles and, like, why I'm so exhausted at the end of the day. But even working from home, like, he can't see inside my brain and what is constantly going on in my head, right? He might, he might see me put on a movie for our toddler and sit there with her, you know, but that whole time watching the movie, I'm thinking about, okay, when's the next doctor's appointment? Oh, I need to switch my medical records to the, you know, my new dentist. Oh, I need to, you know, buy the birthday gift, things like that, right? And and I think having that mom group that understands that mental yeah. load is really important. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. <laughs> Um, and I'm curious, what brings you joy? Well, I know, uh, do you want me to go the outside of motherhood route or cause motherhood does bring me joy. It's hard and it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but it's also so beautiful whenever I get the chance to take a step back mm -hmm. and, or when I'm, you know, make myself take that step back and see the, these little people in front of me. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, I, I love being outdoors. I love nature. I always feel so refreshed and re vitalized. So revitalized after being outdoors. Um, and it, you know, it's nice because it doubles as a, it's good for kids to be outside. Um, but uh, just going on hikes or being on in out in nature, going on like little walking trails, um, discovering and seeing, trying to see the beauty of the world and the simple things, you know, of like how the wind moves the leaves or how the water sparkles when the sun hits it at sunset or, you know, different things like that just really bring me peace and, and joy. And then as far as like hobbies and that kind of thing, um, I love singing. Um, I sing in our church choir um, or I did, you know, before COVID. <laughs> um, when there was one. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. I mean, I do, I do canter here and there. Um, but I really enjoy that too. Just kind of finding that song that fits your mood at, at a particular time. I think uh, music is so powerful. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love how you said that nature brings you peace. 
Um, you know, like we're talking about that mental load of motherhood, I think getting out in nature for a lot of us, um, I've had a lot of guests say that they love gardening for the same reason that it just, it's just very peaceful and quiet. And it kind of lets you like rejuvenate. Oh, that's interesting. I feel like I, I do not have a green thumb at all. <laughs> yeah. Me like neither. I'm, I'm just, I just kill everything. Yeah. <laughs> I admire, I admire the people that know how to do it. And I love beautiful mm-hmm. gardens, but I'm like, I have no idea. No. How that, like how you make that magic happen. Yeah. I have a black thumb. Um, um, I finally managed to grow some tomatoes and one strawberry plant survived. (laughs) And so we actually finally got one strawberry to eat this morning. It was ripe. And I cut it up into little pieces for my two year old (laughs) and she spat it out and she's like, I know like, (laughs) so it was a little sour. So I'm hoping the next couple of strawberries aren't bad. Otherwise, I might just give up on the strawberries too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. Um, I just really love tomatoes and I wanted to try so hard. But everything else that I try to grow is, it dies almost immediately. So, <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about your business a little bit. You mentioned it at the beginning briefly. Um, do you want to kind of explain what you do, how you can work from home and where people can find you? Sure. Um, so I am a copy and content writer. Um, I like to find the words for those people that are just, you know, they have all this knowledge, all this powerful, um, help to share, particularly with moms. I love anybody that's out there to make mom's lives easier. They are, you know, awesome in my eyes. So um, particularly people that serve moms, but anyone really. Um, I, I help them find the words to say what they want to say. And um, a lot of the times I hear people saying they just, they get so overwhelmed when they're thinking about content for their social media. They, you know, they, they get stuck in that overthinking or they just, they, ha- they just sit down to write and like the words just won't come out. But if they sit and have a conversation with me, they're so happy talking about what they do and how they can help and all these tips and all these tricks and all the things. And so that's, that's what I like to do. I like to take those people that have all this knowledge and they are just struggling to get it out to make it easily accessible for others. That's, that's kind of where, where I come in and I help them, I help them write, whether that's, you know, a blog to get their webpage, um, you know, improve SEO, which, you know, uh, when you Google stuff to kind of bump it up, uh, having a blog helps with that. So um, whether it's a blog or their captions for their social media, if they hate writing those or, you know, opt-ins for their, for their websites or really anything that's writing for somebody's business. Um, because it's very, it's, I mean, it's essential. You can't really get by with not writing when you have a business, but some people just hate it. And I don't think that, not having an affinity for the written word should stop you from fulfilling your mission of helping other moms and um, making people's lives better uh, with whatever service you provide or, you know, whatever product you provide. So that's, 
That's where I come in. I just, I've never heard of this job before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I've had two of you guys on here. Um, Shauna is also a copywriter. And I just think it's so awesome. Like it's genius. And I'm sure you really help people reach their goals because I mean, writing, like you said, is an essential part of business. And if you don't, if you're not a strong writer, then, you know, your blog or your website isn't going to be as successful as it could be if you have professional help doing it. So very cool. Um, so where can people find you if they're interested in your services? Right. Um, so I am primarily on Instagram, but I mean, they can also find me on Facebook, but I just kind of push my content through from Instagram uh, since they're linked now. Uh, but my handle is at M-E-L-A Holt, H-O-L-T. So at Mela Holt um, over on Instagram. But All right. Go check it out, you guys. Um, if you need help copywriting, if you need help um, with your business. I know a lot of you guys are small business owners. Um, so that might be really helpful for you. Um, okay. My last question for you, very last one that I always save is what piece of advice would you give other moms today? I think the, the best piece of advice that I've, I've ever heard, um, for those difficult moments, for those, you know, tantrum or just attitude times, depending on how old your children are, um, was that, you know, how when you sit on a roller coaster, the first thing that you do is you pull down that, that, you know, strap thing that goes over your chest. And the first thing that you do after it clicks is you like shake it to make sure that it's there and that it's not going anywhere. Somebody told me to think of children that way. And that's what they do. You know, they shake and they rattle that safety. They don't actually want it to give. They want it to hold. They want that boundary, that safety net to hold, but they're going to test it over and over and over and over again. Um, and I've found that if I think about it that way, um, when the tantrums are happening or when the, the you know, difficult uh, behavior is happening, helps me keep in perspective that there is a reason behind the behavior. And part of that is that um, my children constantly need to be reminded that I'm not going anywhere. My love is not changing. I, it, it doesn't matter whether they have big feelings or not. I will love them. I will be there. I will keep them safe. And that just helps me, you know, switch my mindset and how I respond back to them. That is such a cool analogy. I've never heard of it that way, but I love that. That really like sunk into me to hold that boundary because that is the safety. I think that's a really cool analogy. Thanks for sharing that. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. What a great conversation. Um, again, if you guys want to reach out to Melania, her Instagram is at M-E-L-A Holt, H-O-L-T, right? Yes. Okay, so reach out, um, feel free to connect with her, and yeah, thanks for coming on the show. It was great talking to you, and it was awesome to chat with all of you. <laughs>
Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on new episodes on Instagram at she has a name too. And be sure to check out Melania's page at Mela Holt. That's at M-E-L-A-H-O-L-T. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecco Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by Melania Holt. This episode was edited by Alex Williams.